and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, coming to you from Amplify Studio here in our main library in wonderful downtown Peoria, back with another episode for you so you know what's going on around our lovely city. And uh, I am joined in studio by a wonderful guest who is from ASU. We're going to talk a little bit about the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at ASU, and Jared Swazinski is in studio with me. Jared, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well today. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to talk about lifelong learning, ASU, and anything else that comes up as we uh, chat. Right on. Well, ASU is dear to my heart as a uh, Sun Devil grad, big, big ASU guy, so excited to have ASU in the house. And of course, really excited to talk about Ali, and I think that's what you guys call it, right? Ali, is that the, the short That short is term? the short version of it. That is our abbreviation. <laughs> the Abbreviation for because it is a it's a long it's a it's a pretty long title Osher Lifelong Learning Institute correct that is correct right yep. so uh, we, we do call it Ollie and Jared's going to help us break down a little bit about what Ollie is about um, he's going to talk a little bit about his journey as well so we'll get into that in just a second um, uh, Jared thanks for joining us today uh, before we jump into the interview portion though a couple of, of quick uh, notes for everyone out there want to thank everybody for the continued support that we have going on um, it's just amazing to see the amount of listeners we're gaining every single week um, and the feedback we're getting from all of you is fantastic so thank you so much for downloading us every week and letting us come into your life we really do appreciate it if you have information that you want to share show ideas guests that you'd like to, to hear on the podcast please email us at what's up peoria at peoria az Dot gov. Again, that's what's up, Peoria, all one word at PeoriaAZ.gov. Also, uh, just so everybody knows, wherever you get your podcasts, that's where you will find us. We are on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all of the wonderful uh, platforms where you get your normal podcast. Pretty sure you can find us there under What's Up Peoria. Also, this is new. We are on YouTube now. You, there is no video. But you can listen to us on YouTube. So if you like YouTube as a platform and you don't want to switch between YouTube and another uh, music streaming platform, you can do it all on YouTube now. All of our episodes will be made available on YouTube. Uh, again, no video, but you get all the audio, you get all the fun, you get all the information. So make sure you are uh, downloading, going to uh, YouTube, whatever it is that you want to do uh, to get this into your life. It is a, a great podcast for you to know what's going on in our wonderful city and we always have great guests who give you insight sometimes they're from the city and uh, sometimes they are guests from other uh, places small businesses and like today we have a guest from outside of the city with jared who's going to be sharing some of, of uh, information about asu's um, ollie program so before we go to that, a couple of things I do want to share about upcoming events this weekend. Uh, we have a movie in the park. I know it's a little bit warm, but when the sun goes down, it's getting pretty nice out there. I've been in the 80s. So movie in the park this Saturday, um, right here in Centennial Park in downtown Peoria. This is a free Peoria patriotic celebration outdoor movie, and that is at Centennial Park. It starts at 6. Uh, it's going to be great. There's going to be... Uh, it's pet friendly and i think this is really cool what they do they actually have a fireworks uh, uh celebration but it's not real fireworks it's on screen so everybody can join fireworks and it's pet friendly i thought that was a pretty cool idea so 
Uh, that will be going on. But as always, they'll have food there. Um, they'll have uh, water for the for the little kids to play in. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, this is a patriotic celebration to kick off the 4th of July extended weekend as 4th of July is uh, next Tuesday. Um, and with that, obviously, I've been talking about this for almost, it feels like, a month and a half now. But next Tuesday, uh, we have our 4th of July celebration at the Peoria Sports Complex, the All-American Festival happening. Uh, Roger Klein's going to be there playing. Uh, it is free to get in and enjoy. There's going to be water um, events for the kids, slides, bounce houses, things like that. Tons of food, tons of fun. Uh, make sure you make plans to get out there as they, they have a spectacular fireworks show planned, as well as tons of things for families to do. Um, and it's really just a great, safe environment to go out into again. So that's next, uh, that's next Tuesday, the 4th, out at Peoria sports complex make sure you make make it a priority to get down there the last thing i want to share with you is um over the uh, next few weeks, uh, ABT, Arizona Broadway Theater, is going to be doing Wizard of Oz. And this is a great thing to take the family to. Uh, a good, uh, great show, a lot of fun for the kids. Wizard of Oz happening all the way through July 23rd. And you can go on ABT's website for more information about that. So again, always things to do, even though it's hot, it's a little warm. And I think I've mentioned before, we got splash pads at all of our community parks. So you can find something to do. Uh, in our city, no doubt. And uh, this weekend is no exception with the movie in the park and the extended holiday. Uh, we have 4th of July next Tuesday. Um, and, uh, you know, fun things to do with Wizard of Oz. You can always find something to do. So a lot of cool things going on. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn back to the interview portion of our show. And I'm going to bring Jared back in. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, Ollie and the Osher uh, Lifelong Learning Institute at ASU. So, Jared, before we jump into that, though, I always like to give our guests a chance to, to talk about themselves a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you end up at ASU? You had mentioned uh, that you're from Boston. So how do you go from Boston all the way out here to, uh, to Arizona? Well, great question, and thank you again for having me on. Of course. Um, so I grew up uh, in central Massachusetts in a mill town called Fitchburg, Massachusetts, um, and I grew up there kind of being involved in sports and community events. So community uh, involvement is a huge part of who I am. Uh, I was involved in youth sports and theater and things oh, wow. uh, all the way through uh, my college years, and the city always provided a lot of those opportunities, and I, and I couldn't have you know, grown and excelled without some of those things, the lessons I learned in the youth sports or the theater camps or some of the things that you were bringing up, you know, the uh, community events like uh, in the parks. Um, those were a big part of like who I was. Um, and I'm an only child. Um, <laughs> right. So I, I needed to get out there and, and, and just meet different people. Yeah, um, sure. My parents sure. Were, were amazing. Um, both college professors. Oh, wow. Um, my dad was in, in the tech area for a little bit um, and then got a little jealous. Uh, of my mom's schedule and the interaction with students <laughs> and did a, a hard 360 pivot into um, the education realm in his wow. 40s. Um, oh, wow. So he, he taught technology in a community college in Massachusetts. Good and my him. mom taught psychology at uh, Worcester State University and Central Mass and at Mount Wachusett Community College. So you, you had a mother who taught psychology. You got that right. That must have been interesting as a, you know, diagnosing you as, as you grew up, right? Yeah, we had a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of conversations at I dinner, bet. a lot of analyzation. Uh, That's funny. But, right. um, 
you know, I grew up in Central Mass and went to uh, Clark University um, in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, I played uh, soccer there uh, wow. for four years. Uh, a, a amazing opportunity with a very diverse and international population at Clark. And it really got me into thinking broader and th- into thinking just in different ways. Um, from there, I went on and became an athletic director uh, oh, in Massachusetts wow. uh, and then went into college athletics uh, for 10 years. So I've been Amazing. in that realm. All, uh, all in Massachusetts? All in Massachusetts. Yeah, wow. all in that Boston area. Okay. I went from a high school athletic director to working at Framingham State University, right, um, a Division three college working with athletes, um, but a little bit different in working with athletes. I worked with their kind of student development, making sure that they were focusing in the classroom, making sure they knew that it wasn't uh it was a lot harder to get into the nfl mba mlb that they're there to get an education they're there to learn they're there to do a lot of other things other than go on the field yeah Uh, that's a that's a tough conversation too because there's a a lot of people that you know and and you see it now younger and younger right parents Mm -hmm. thinking their kid's going to be the next big star but that's a tough conversation and that's why you know, your role, I'm sure, was so important to let, hey, you, 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 1%, right? right? It's like less than 1% right. make it into these professional sports. You, you got to make sure you're doing the work. Right. And it's sometimes it's the hardest conversation. We had a female athlete um, that was just an amazing, you know, scorer and did all these things and had, you know, big dreams. But it's just a difficult conversation. You never want to deter them from where right. they want to go, yeah. but you also want to get them involved in, in different things and, and, and groups. And we worked with that athlete to get them in the community to do different things. Um, and they're a high school basketball coach right now. Oh, okay. um, so they, 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 they went on and, and, and did that kind of zone. Um, and I went from Framingham state and I wanted a little little bit more. And I went to a community college in Massachusetts that also had a recreation and community center. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got my roots into trying to open our doors up to the community and making it an an all-inclusive space. So we we had a place uh, I ran for three years called Mount Fitness. Um, We were uh, kind of a family-oriented gym with tons of things, kind of like what you were saying. We had a lot of family stuff. We had (laughs) rummage sales. We also had, you know, athletic equipment. We had pool. We had swim lessons. We had all of these things. And these things taught me just how important it is to get the community involved and Mm -hmm. get everything in there. And I'm going to tell you, I thought I was going to retire from that job. That was my job where I thought... that was I, your forever job, that right? That was my yeah. forever job. Uh, and then I opened up kind of uh, my big mouth to my wife about, you know, you know, you should broaden, you know, you're amazing at your job. You should broaden your, your scope. Like, you should tell everybody you're ready for the next thing. Uh, and then three months later, she said, well, what do you think about moving to Arizona? They offered us a, the, you know, they offered me a job for the whole Southwest Territory. Wow. And I thought to myself, wow, I really opened yeah, up. You, you walked into that I one. I walked into it and here we are. <laughs> you uh, see, you're trying to be good, a good husband and yep. motivating and your wife being, uh, you know, obviously driven was like, yep. all right, thanks for opening that door. I'm going yep. right through it. Yeah. She knocks good down. Good for her. Yeah. She knocks down every door. Uh, <laughs> and she said, we need to make the decision in the next four weeks. Wow. And I said, we had been in Massachusetts for 35 years at that point. Wow. It was an amazing thing. We had a three-year-old and a one-year-old at oh, the time. Oh, my goodness. And we said, 
I guess it's time. If it's now, yeah, it's it, now right before school. Do it school. when they're young, yeah. right? Because then when they're older and they're embedded in school, it's so much more difficult to, yep. to, to pull them out and to pull them out of those roots. Yeah. So. Um, we had no family and I had been to Arizona once to the Grand Canyon when I was 12. <laughs> right. So that, that was my only- No reference no, point. No, yeah. no reference yeah. point. Gotcha. Um, but we rolled the dice and we came out and we fell in love. Um, when you were going through some of the things, I'm a Peoria resident. Oh, awesome. Uh, I love Peoria. We- we are really involved in the community in Peoria and have been here for five years. Fantastic. And I'm going to make a plug. The movie in the park, we go to the movies in the park. Yeah, they're great, They're great right? for yeah. kids. They're great for everything. Um, but we moved to Peoria five years ago, and we haven't looked back. We absolutely love it. Um, sometime, wow. Sometimes my wife asks, like, you know, would you think about moving somewhere else? And my answer is quickly no. <laughs> I have fallen in love with this state. I have fallen in love with the opportunities it gives not myself for myself and, you know, my wife, but our kids. Right. Um, they really love the school that they're in. They love. And how old of, are they now then? They are now 10 and going to be seven wow. in two weeks. So like fourth and third or second grade-ish? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Claire will be going into the fifth grade. Okay. And then my son, Elliot, will be going into the second grade. Okay. Wow. Um, how cool is that? And we just got to the point during the summer of them saying, I miss school. Oh, um, wow. So that's yeah. a good that's a good segue. That is a good thing. Um, but yeah, that's what brought me um, to Arizona. And I had an opportunity to go into a lot of different realms, into the corporate gym setting, into athletics, into a lot of different areas. And I'd always wanted to work for a big university. Mm -hmm. So I took a, a bit of a step back to get into Arizona State, but it's been an amazing ride. They have treated me so well, and I've learned so much. So I started off at ASU about five years ago in the campus recreation um, mm -hmm. center. So I, I help run the events and the gym at the fitness center at the West Campus okay. on 51st and Thunderbird. Yep. Uh, and I was there for about two years and then got promoted to run that center. So I ran that center for about two and a half years. My focus, like it was at Framingham State, was student development. We had over 700 employees over all four campuses. Wow. And we had one of the most robust student development programs in getting them, you know, all the skills that they need. Our main goal was to make sure that our students, when they went into an interview with an employer, that that employer was wowed. That yeah. they thought, whoa, what? where did they come from? So that was our, our main goal. I absolutely loved it. I had worked with a population of, you know, 14 to 23. We had some, you know, untraditional students that came in that were amazing sure. too. But I had worked with that demographic for over 20 years. Wow. Um and it was time for a change. Um, a former colleague of mine introduced me to Dr. Knopf, Dr. Richard Knopf, um, who had been running the Ollie Lifelong Learning Program for the last 15 years, 15 plus years. And we had a conversation and I had not, I had heard about it, but I didn't know anything about it. And we had an organic conversation over uh, around this time or in the summer of last year. Um, and then a job opened up in uh, the August, September range, and I just went for it. I applied for it. I uh, People in my field of campus recreation and athletics were very puzzled. They had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. Where are you going, they man? Said, w w I thought you were going to be a campus recreation director. I thought you were pivoting back into athletics. Jared, right. w where are you going? <laughs> But sometimes, like, hey, I thought you were going to go after Ray Anderson's job. Right, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I thought you were you're pivoting into Sundef Athletics or you're going to go down to Tempe and start right. doing other things. And I thought to myself, 
I don't know what feels right. Sometimes you have a thing mm-hmm. and you talk oh, to somebody absolutely. and you feel right. And when I talked to Dr. Knopf and I talked to some of the other staff and I really understood and researched what Ollie was about, it drew me in. Uh, it reminded me of my parents. Oh, um, cool. They are amazing lifelong learners right. and had had a, had, you know, my dad just retired last year and they embrace learning all these different things. And I thought to myself, gosh, they would find this program, but a lot of other people I don't think would find this right. program because it, it's hard to find. And we're trying to do better ways on doing that, mm-hmm. but it is difficult to find. And our whole purpose is to make a gateway for people to find different things, different avenues of lifelong learning, mm-hmm. whether that be Ollie or whether that be you know, a, a series at the Peoria Library or something yeah. at the Arizona Broadway Theater right. or other things. We want to be that gateway focus. Um, so I started the position in November at Ollie oh, as okay. the director All of right. Ollie. Well, very um, cool. I am, I think, one of the younger directors uh, on would, the side. I would think um, that's true. But that has kind of been my career. Uh, I was one of the youngest athletics directors in Massachusetts. I was young for college athletics. I'm now young, even though I feel older every day. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm younger for uh, this position. Um, but I'm I'm energized. I'm ready. I'm ready to get the word out there, and that's why I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Um, because I want to let people know what we have, and that it's an easy thing, and that we're here to make learning accessible and fun for everybody. Because it's not this huge, you know, homework doing these right, things. It's right. interactive classes that people can have a lot of fun with. Totally, and and um, I know the mission is obviously lifelong learning. Yep. That is the goal: uh, interactive lifelong learning. And we do have a series that's happening at our at our library here. Um, and we, I think, we had our first class last week, yep. um, and it went really, really well. Attendance was great. Um, and I know that's something that you've done a good job of expanding and getting out to new places because this is the first time we've had something like this in our libraries, and it's being received very well. And with that mission of lifelong learning that you have what it what can people expect when they walk into an ollie class what is it what is that format what does it look yeah. like what can they expect so they could expect a open um and inclusive space where we're just there to learn together um we're always having a full-time staff member there to greet you to check you in we have signs everywhere to make sure you're not getting lost we cover any parking expenses if any of oh, places wow. have you know parking expenses you know asu has some parking <laughs> expenses so we, we cover those things and we really want to make sure that you're getting the class that you signed up for. So we work hard on the descriptions. We work with the ASU faculty or community experts to get that description down point. And then we want to have a really robust hour and a half, you know, hour to hour and a half discussion. Sometimes it goes a little over. Sure. Um, with our members, we have a, a nice time at the end for question and answers, um, you know, and, and to talk about it. But you can expect like a really... Um, comfortable space to just learn. You can listen and not ask one question and just kind of absorb the information. Or you could save four questions and ask that professor anything you wanted to or that community expert. So we do And these guys these teachers are experts. They come in and they know their stuff. Yes. That is important to know. It is. So um we had we'll do the two examples of two classes we had here at Peoria Library. Um we had Dr. Pagan Mm -hmm. who's been on the history detectives at PBS. Yes, which was amazing by the way. And he is a you know an expert in his field and then who teaches at ASU West 
AWS and other campuses at ASU. And then we pivoted and we had Chef Larry Canepa come in and he came in and he's been a chef in Phoenix for over 25 years. He's retired and, and, and is getting into different areas of education. And he just talked about different foods and different areas. So we have, you know, uh, an expert in the, in the culinary scene. We have an expert in the history uh, of Dr. Bagan. We try to make sure we have a little bit of everything. Yeah, and Chef Larry made a huge impact. Like my staff loves him. By the way, uh, they, they, you know, I know he calls what he does infotainment, and it, 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 I'm going to try to. I think he's going to come on the podcast in the fall um, because I think he's helping us with a spice grant we're trying to do. Um, but he, he has, he has definitely won the hearts and minds of people already here. So, uh, and I've heard he's just amazing. I have yet to meet him, and I'm looking forward to that. Oh, he would be great to come on the podcast, and he's just an energetic and a uh, a life long learner at heart. He's yeah. always trying to connect people. Um, and that's just a little bit of what you can, you know, can expect when coming into Ollie classes. And when you were talking a little bit about a, the expansion, that's been a big piece of what I've been doing in November. I know we were at ASU West. We have a ASU Health Futures campus right by the Mayo Clinic on the 101. We've been really um, popular over in Tempe Library. But I've heard and wanted to reach out to different people to get in different areas because mm-hmm. we want to be the most accessible. Most of sure. our members are saying, I'm up for about a 10 to 15 minute drive. That's most of them. Which is most people. Yeah. That's what they, you know, to get what they want, you know. And in this day and age, there's there's a lot of choices, right? Yes. So you do have to be accessible. There's yeah. no doubt. And that's why we expanded out. And we, I have to, I would be admiss to not give a lot of credit to the Parks and Rec uh, Department of Peoria. Sure. We, um, we've been working with Chris um, and Blake over there. Yeah, and they're been, great. And they've been amazing. Yeah, that's um, how we got connected. They, yeah, connected, that, they connected. Blake connected the, us, yeah, so, which is fantastic. And connecting the pieces. And that's something that's we love and just... Uh, for me as a resident of Peoria, just the, the interconnected woven kind of areas that we have. And Chris right. and Blake uh, have been great of, you know, connecting us here to Peoria Library. We are going to be having some things at the uh, P83 Stadium. Yeah, We're nice. going to be kind of in around the Peoria area to make sure we get as much engagement as possible. That's fantastic. And, and lifelong learning is such an important, for me, it's a, a huge component to what we do here every day to make sure we're staying up on on you know all the the latest library trends i know you do it's we call it professional development and you know most people know what that is but for the average just person who's out there why is lifelong learning why is it so important why is that something that you're just pushing with people um for that average person who's like yeah i don't really need to know this but why is it important for for people to do that lifelong learning yeah i think it was kind of the reason why I got into it because I've had a couple aunts and uncles and other people that will, you know, not have as much um, connectivity with people. And Mm -hmm. I think lifelong learning is about building community too. It's about finding different people, whether it be online, we have, you know, you know, a lot of different uh, Zoom class options. Um, you know, we have learning enrichment groups that are meet in person and online. But I really think the classroom setting, whether it be at the Peoria Library or at our West Campus or Health Futures, it is about building that community. It's about listening what the 
you know, instructor or professor is saying and then talking to your neighbor about it maybe. Right. Or maybe it's not even your neighbor. Maybe you're going out there, you're a little shy and you and you are, you know, out with some friends for dinner or you're having people over the house and you said, Did you know about the water shortage <laughs> right. in Arizona? Because I just learned about that. You get to you get to wow people with yeah. your knowledge, right? It's right. good. And it is good to know those things for sure. Right. And it's not this you need to study, you need to right. do these things. You're just picking up that information. And I think keeping that brain active is such a huge oh, a, yeah. you know, huge part of it. And we want to make it as comfortable as possible. So it's like we want the people to um, incorporate the information however they want. We'll send them, you know, emails with, you know, information if they want to have it. They don't need to print that information out, but they can have it and and, and think about it. We try to make follow-up classes that build upon each other so people can keep learning and doing those things. But I think what it is at the at the heart of it is we want to keep people's brains active. We want to keep them moving love and we that. want to help them build community. That's our biggest piece. I love piece. that. And there's a wide variety, correct, of classes. So give us some examples of some of the variety that you guys have. Yeah, sure. So this past um, spring, we had about 110 different classes Holy, over wow. five, five locations and online. That's amazing. And we had everything from... The Arizona water shortage, the and we, we had an expert, Sarah Porter from the Morrison Institute, just talk about some of the myths that are in right. the media. There's a lot of them. There is, <laughs> and some of the things we really need to talk about in the Colorado River. Right. So uh, she did an amazing presentation for us at our downtown campus, and then we had a bird watching class um, that worked in, and went into Gilbert, and they did a classroom session to identify all the different birds, and then they went out in the field That's in Gilbert cool. as a group. And with their binoculars and tried to find those. The big birds. year is like one of my favorite movies. I don't know if you've ever yep. seen it. It's with Jack Black and yep. Steve Martin. It's a fan. If you haven't seen it, the big year is about bird watching. You'll love it. Anyways, I'm sorry. So bird watching. Yep. You got and, water. And then like this. I mean, a great plug in too. We partnered with the Arizona Broadway Theater, right? And we are doing a Wizard of Oz, uh, oh, cla- nice. a class this Wednesday. Oh, that's um, awesome! So a good segue in there, yeah, right. Um, so we're having a class with uh, their team is putting on a class for us, for our members, and you get a little behind the scenes, a little thing of how how the whole production works, and then they get to go to the dinner and the show uh, this Wednesday. So we have That's a cool. lot of those different partnerships. We're working on a partnership with the MIM Museum. We have a oh, partnership, great. partnership over with Taliesin West that we're working on. So it's you get these experiences, uh, the McDowell Conservancy, just little different ways you can get into the community. And then we have some... Um, you know, speaker series and classes on um, just hot topics around um, or uh, ancient Egyptian art. Oh, wow. Or Roman Empire. So cool. Just I mean, you guys few, got everything. Well, if, if you want to learn about it, I'm sure you can find all he's going to have it, correct? Correct. And if we don't <laughs> have it, you just email me or our team and we will make it happen. We find it. I think the big luxury that we have is that ASU is so big. We yes. have so many professors. Yes. We are combing the ASU news every day. They send out a, a thing about new you know, classes that are doing for undergrads or new research. And we will email those people instantly to say, hey, can are you interested? Do you know about Ollie? Yeah. You, are you, you thinking? You have an amazing access to resources that not a lot of people have. So um, I love the idea of, hey, this is an idea where I'm not seeing it. 
email Jared, he will definitely look to get that information. So where can people go to find this information about Ollie, about how to get signed up for the classes? Where do they go? So you can go to our website um, at ollie at asu.edu. Okay. Um, you can just type in ollie at ASU in Google. And we right. are going to be the second tab. There is a there's a tab above us that I don't know how it gets there. Ah, money. A, yeah, uh, they're putting some good stuff behind right, it. Right, right. But we are the second tab. You can put Ollie at ASU. We are currently working on our website. I promise you, it's going to be a lot better in the nice. coming years. That's Love a big it. project for us. Um, but you can find all of our information, our catalog. We also have somebody on our team, Susie, who is manning, um, you know, is is manning the phones at all times, Monday through Friday, okay. to answer questions. Um, myself, Christy, Tracy, Nate, Jolene, our team is also on email, all on there. We're answering any questions that you would have about classes. And there is a there is a cost. They're not big, though. They're not big. We right. want to make sure that every, everything yes. is accessible. And if somebody can't afford it, too, we do have some grants and other oh, things that, that we can offer. Um, and it's never a problem to to ask those questions. I know it's a hard question to ask sometimes, but we want to have it to be accessible. It's important to break down those barriers too. And it's what we try to do in the library. Not everybody wants to ask those tough questions, but for those, those listeners out there, if that is a concern, talk talk to the team over there they will help you all they want is to get you into the class and get you the knowledge and that's why we're here helping them get the word out because right. this is a great program with uh, as i said really unlimited resources of information and so jared's team is here to help so don't be afraid to ask that tough question yeah, don't ask a t- uh, tough question and you know going back on the costs uh it is we have a uh, semester, we do semesters because basically uh, we are trying to get as many ASU faculty as possible. Sure. And they work on the semester, uh, yeah. the fall, spring. <laughs> uh, and then we have added a summer session. So we are wrapping up our summer session with our last class, uh, the Wizard of Oz class at nice. Arizona Broadway this Wednesday. So we have a month long session uh, in June. And then we go from Labor Day to about mid December in the fall and then mid January to the end of April and spring. Um, it is a minimal $20 membership to become an Ollie member. And some of the things that we are working really hard is, is to make sure that membership is worth something. I'm right. part, I'm a big, um, you know, a big kind of skeptic of memberships that I don't get anything <laughs> out of. So we are really trying to work with different partners, whether it be uh, the ballet, um, the opera, the Nash, other different places where we can get Ollie exclusive pricing and different things that you feel like you're getting something out of that Ollie membership. We also work with an intergenerational piece, which I think is really oh, great. very cool. We're working with the graduate students of um, the... Uh, the art school. Um, And we have a collaboration where we have seminars that these students work with and Ollie members can be part of these workshops. And all of these are free. We do an Ollie night. We do an Ollie night of excellence. We did our first inaugural Ollie night of excellence this April where we had a musician. We had some speakers come in. We celebrated the scholars at health futures at ASU, a free event. Just, just need to be a member. Um, so you get that little membership, a $20 membership for the fall and the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a $10 membership in the summer. And then it's $14 per session. So you can take as many or as little as you want. We want to be really 
um, aware that you, you know, we're not having some other Ollie's and it, you know, it works for them and that's great. Have a huge all-inclusive price. And that can be a very daunting to see a five, six, $700 a year right, price. Yeah. You can have a membership and take a class and spend less than $50 and have a great experience. And you can't find that anywhere. For the knowledge that you're getting and the experience that you're getting, the interactive learning that's going on, uh, that is the, that's a great deal. You can't beat that. So, again, membership, go to the Ollie website to get more information. Uh, your information is on there, too, so they can contact you. They can contact anybody. Uh, get out there, you guys. This is, this is a great um, interactive learning environment for people especially if it's if it's a subject you're passionate about there is something for everybody uh jared i want to thank you for coming on today what a a great amount of information you had thank you for sharing this with our listeners and and as i said this is something near and dear to me uh lifelong learning is a huge part of what we do in in the library and i can tell from talking to you the passion is there for you as well no doubt yeah it was an absolute pleasure to be on we're going to be at um the library and other Peoria sites in the fall. Um, oh, great. And, okay. and also a plug, you can uh, just look at Ollie at ASU on Facebook um, and on LinkedIn. We're also there as well. And we're just really here to get the word out. Um, if anyone you know listens to this uh, podcast and says, gosh, I want more information, right. just please contact us. Bring a friend. Maybe we'll give you a free <laughs> class. You never know. Reach uh, out to Jared. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. <laughs> I, I, I'm always you know in a good mood. My staff, who is absolutely amazing, Ollie says, as I say yes about 93% of nice, the time. Nice. So come on, give me a question, come enjoy uh, what we have to offer and uh, thank you again for having me on. I really appreciate of it. Of course, Jared. Thank you. This was a this was a treat for me uh, to learn a little bit about the history, your history, amazing journey here to Peoria. What a great story that was. Um, and uh, you are doing wonderful things over there. Continue to do what you're doing because I know it's, it's making a difference in people's lives. And our goal is to, and the library, is to open as many doors and knock down as many barricades as we can so people can learn and being able to get a class for less than 50 bucks that to me is a steal so get out there to the website take advantage of it i want to thank jared uh for coming on today the podcast great information he shared again get to that ollie website um so you can get more information uh, on the upcoming fall semester that's going to be happening um and uh, as they wrap up their their summer session it's been uh, truly successful and we're looking forward to continuing to partner with you jared and your team. So thanks again. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, well, again, uh, make sure you're getting out to all the uh, the events that are happening. This is a big weekend, obviously, with the 4th of July. Uh, I want just a quick uh, program note. Uh, we are off next week for the holiday, so there will be no podcast next week. So if you come on and you're looking for the podcast, uh, we, we, we're not leaving you forever just a week with the 4th of July holiday. We will, we will be off for that week, and um, then we will be right back at it. I have uh, Cheryl Wilson who is an author, a local author coming in and she will be coming in uh, the following week to share her newest book. As always, Make sure you're getting out to the events and having a good time and enjoying the wonderful things that Peoria has to offer. And until next time, this is What's Up Peoria.